so bad, four people walked out of the theater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love Godzilla movies. I love new Godzilla movies. I even love the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. <laughs> so you're not a human. Bad taste in movies. The CGI was like Shrek. The cinematography was terrible <laughs> and the Shrek. acting so-so. Like Shrek? <laughs> like Shrek. Duncan. <laughs> How did people give this 10 stars? Get out of my swamp. <laughs> that was a three-star review from IMDb. Oh. Hello there, and welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I am your host, Andrew, joined as always by Ryan ER. and Steven. How am I supposed to follow that up? <laughs> Do your Godzilla roll. <laughs> this week, as you... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't sound anything I'm firing my laser beam. <laughs> as you probably have guessed by this point, we are discussing the 2023 kaiju film Godzilla Minus One. Minus One? Henceforth known as GMO. GMO. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> I don't like that at it all. It doesn't cause cancer, I promise, kids. Uh, so this is directed by Takashi Yamazaki. Mm -hmm. uh, he also wrote the film. Oh, okay. and, Way uh, to go, Takashi. Yeah, yeah so he's work. known for The Fighter Pilot, which I've never heard of, and Parasite Part 1 live action. So it, it was an anime turned into a live action. He directed it. Okay. But honestly, he's probably going to be known for this film after this. I would, I would yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. I'd be intrigued to check out Fighter Pilot, though, just... Yeah, just based on see. what we got out of this with its setting in World yeah. War II, yeah. post-World War II. Yeah, so here's a quick synopsis of Godzilla minus one or GMO. Yes. Or, no, or, I don't like it. Uh, or just mean mean boy running run amok. G, 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 G mean, mean green boy. <laughs> <laughs> so post-war Japan is at its lowest point when a new crisis emerges in the form of a giant monster baptized in the horrific power of the atomic bomb. Nice. That's that's pretty that's a pretty good that's, that's uh, basically uh, just summary. Godzilla in general. I was going to say, that covers so many movies in the series. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, probably, like, I'm just going to go ahead and start with a quick bit of trivia here. Go for it. So Godzilla Minus One is a very weird name. It is. Sure yes. it is. Uh, probably because they didn't want to have it named Godzilla 2023. It feels uh, like a translation error almost. No, uh, it, it's not. Okay. Okay, so it's basically um, the... So this is post-war Japan yeah. under American occupation. Yeah. And at this point, Japan is at its lowest point. So it has been reset down to zero. Mm -hmm. And then Godzilla shows up and he does even more that damage. So now, they are, zero. Now, they're now they're negative one. Uh, so that means after Godzilla, uh, after this movie, they are starting below the bar. Still don't like the I don't, title. I don't. I think I like <laughs> the title fine. less now on that it's, explanation. That's what they said. Actually, I, I, I like know. the title because it's unique. Yeah, but I don't like the reasoning for the title. That doesn't I, yeah, make it any better yeah. for me. No, I didn't improve it at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make me go. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh, that's clever. Like, yeah, no, I'll just no, still call no, it. It's just like, mm, yeah, I'll still call it sure. GMO and move on my life. GMO, no. So yeah, this is um, if you are familiar with Godzilla at all, this is one of the film. This is a, the Japanese version of Godzilla, not the yes. American ones that were kickstarted from Gareth Edwards in twenty fourteen. Yes, yeah. and so that is not part of like the Monarch universe no, no, no. or whatever. This is all Toho Japanese yes. things. Which it's a I subtitled think is, film, if you're unfamiliar. So yeah. yeah. I think it's confusing too, because they're trying to launch the Monarch series right now on uh, Apple TV Plus. Yes. At the time of recording, which we just watched the movie, right? Mm -hmm. I think three or four episodes are out, which everything I've heard about it is it's very boring. In the first three episodes, there's literally like 60 seconds of Monster. Mm. And that's like three episodes. That's but how, how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Like Budgets. The, the, uh, <laughs> I do like that they cast. The budget here. I, I, we'll I get know. To there. <laughs> they cast Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell as the same dude like decades ago. That makes sense. That makes sense. Which is gr a great yeah. cast. Mm -hmm. it, so I, I still may give the Monarch TV show a, mm -hmm. a, a check out, but it's, I think it's weird that this movie's coming out at the same time as that, and this has not got like ten percent well, of the the marketing that the Monarch TV show has. Yeah. So, so it's it's funny. Um, there's actually a little bit of trivia there too. So okay. do you get into actually, it now? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. we can get into it now. Yeah. So this uh, 2024 marks the 70th year for Godzilla. Yeah, because the first one came out in 1954. Mm -hmm. However, this uh, Godzilla minus one was intended to be released. In 2024. Minus How, one year. <laughs> however, the problem is, is they have a 
uh, Toho and Sony have an agreement mm-hmm. that basically they can't, neither of them can release a Godzilla movie in the same year as the other one. And you got Godzilla X Kong coming out. It's coming summer. out. And so they yeah. basically preempted it. Man, that's by what, releasing it early. What a crap mm-hmm. move where it's like, Hey, we're coming up on the 70th anniversary of Japanese Godzilla. So you can't, release your movie on the 70th anniversary because we've got Godzilla versus Kong coming out. Yeah. Like, woof. No, Godzilla X Kong. Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong came out a few years ago. Shut up. But yeah, so that's um, pretty wild. We've already fought. How can they have another fight? This is like, no, they're teaming no, up. They're that's teaming what the up X now. Means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's wrestling at this point. They're tag teaming. <laughs> okay, so, you know, let's talk about Godzilla Minus One. So it had a budget mm-hmm. of a whopping $15 million. So which cheap. is obscene is compared ridiculous. to, like, what they did with $15 million. Like, we did the creator, and it was $80 million. We we're like, how? It blows our mind. <laughs> this, I'm like, $15 million? <laughs> and now, now, I will say the CGI, et cetera, on this is not the level of creator. No, 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 no like, definitely you not. You could definitely have, if they had told me, one, if they had said, hey, we spent $30 million, but yeah, I believe that. But if they told me, hey, $15 million, but like, dude, can you find like $10 million extra and you know buff this a little yeah, bit? Like does yeah, like $15, $15 million doesn't even pay for craft services in an American movie. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even, even cover even the, the cheese wedges that you get like in between takes. <laughs> the lobster so, that uh, <laughs> Michael Bay is eating in the Alcatraz cell. <laughs> I want to kill my lobster every time I eat. You know that, Julie. <laughs> Bring it back to me alive. Yeah. So this has a worldwide box office take as of recording right now mm-hmm. at $38.9 million. So Got to pump already, those numbers up. Already Rookie doubled numbers. its money. However, yeah. this is the highest Japanese live action film in the U.S. market historically. Yeah, period. That's ever released. With $12.6 million recording or uh, as at the time recording. as of recording. Nice. Which, which they... They extended as of, as of recording. They yes. have extended the run in the U.S. basically theaters. by an extra week, mm-hmm. and hopefully, it's had it will have had enough word of mouth mm-hmm. that that trend will continue and the number will go up instead of down. Yes, because I really, I honestly think that um, this is a one a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. It's also a fantastic Godzilla film. It's two yeah. really good films in one yeah. that just happen to be the same movie. Which yeah. going with that whole like you know, getting it longer run and, and mm-hmm. wider uh, distribution, I saw a lot of comments of people in, like, Europe, like the UK and mm-hmm. elsewhere in Europe, complaining that, you know, they only have one cinema shows, one showing a week of this kind yeah. of thing. Whereas, like, hey, we, like, they're like, there's nothing else out. Why can't this be more? Like, we need to yeah, because we, we will make money. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I really do want to see this one successful because it means – you know, that obviously the movie is going to make a lot of money, yeah. that kind of thing. But then also it's going to hopefully bring over more foreign films. Yeah. Well, like, that, let's get more, like, let's audiences get more monster see. films, more you know, Godzilla films mm-hmm. like this. One or two, let's look at, you know, hey, Disney. It, not every <laughs> film has to be $250 million budget. Yeah. Like, right. You can make good money. Well, now there there's definitely and we'll kind of get into this in the in the show, but there's definitely a reason why this is a lot cheaper oh, there, than other films. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a lot of factors, I, but still. overall like 15 million with th- the movie that looks like this, um, I'm extremely impressed. Incredibly impressed. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to like when we watch like Indian cinema and stuff and we see the budgets on those mm-hmm. movies and we're like, wow. Like, But but even those films have moments where you're like, yeah, then the deer is green. Right. Or the, yeah. the, the puppet horror. Yeah. Is. Yeah. So and this one overall was like. It did not have that For $15 moment. million, dollars, it did not look like a $15 no, million no. movie. So I'm curious at what y'all's thoughts are. But before we get into that, because like I like to, especially with like really long 70 year yeah. long running shows, I or series, I want to know what everyone's involvement is with this franchise. Okay. I'll go last. Ryan is once again, <laughs> top of the food. Well, chain. you can start Steven. I may be the least of, I don't actually know. Uh, so I've seen a lot of the old 50, 60 and 70 Godzilla's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, both. It's one of those things where I've seen several of them, just full films and then I've also seen pieces just of pieces them, of either them. on TV or like when we go to Bamboo, they always have a Godzilla film yeah. on in there. <laughs> it's yeah, all, it's always versus Mothra. Bamboo's it, a sushi place here in town. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, it, they Mothra's cool is common, but they also have it versus uh, the turtle. Gamera? Gamera. 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 Gamora. Gamora. Wrong franchise. Crossing the streets. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they never. I've seen uh, Mecha Godzilla on there though too at Bamboo. Yeah, 
yeah. which is nice. Uh, but like more recent stuff, I haven't really seen. Like when we were having this discussion, well, have you seen like the American ones? Like, I don't even know, buddy. Slow down. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, uh, I, <laughs> buddy, I vaguely, slow down. I vaguely remember the Matthew Broderick one when it came out. I didn't mm-hmm. see it just because it had like the the eggs that hatch and then they're like little like raptors basically so it was it's, it's funny too because yeah. <laughs> the the japanese don't even consider that a godzilla film no. because they turn they basically turn godzilla into just an animal yeah. at that point mm-hmm. and so they just call it zilla yeah and he appears yeah. in uh oh, the last one of the millennium series what was it i'm trying to remember but like basically there's like a really poorly cg'd zilla at the end <laughs> that just gets stomped immediately <laughs> And uh, it was the Japanese way of being like, nah, son. And then, of course, we have to have the true classic of a true Godzilla connoisseur. Godzilla and Godzuki, the animated series Godzuki. from the 80s, early 90s. So, no, it's from like the 60s or 70s, but they re-ran they it. They re-ran it. That's what yeah. it was. Uh, which, coincidentally, we went and saw this film. I saw this film with my wife, and she's seen the 2014 American Godzilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that animated show. And that's it. Yeah. So she was very <laughs> oh, wow. not like tuned into how Godzilla works, why Godzilla does what it does, any of that. She's like, <laughs> after <laughs> what you're talking about, she's just like, yeah. yeah. So I didn't really, you know, I was like, what's your, what have you seen? Well, you know, Godzilla, go- oh no. <laughs> well, cause, cause basically. <laughs> Where's Godzuki? <laughs> oh no. 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 <laughs> it was like asking for Scrappy. <laughs> yeah. no. The story, I mean, like most of the time, Godzilla is not really a bad guy. Yeah, uh, he's more of an he's, anti-hero. He's, he's very. If you could be an anti-hero that doesn't like well, talk. A neutral third party. It's, it's a, it's, <laughs> in a lot of ways. So you got to look at it. I look at it always in like eras, right? Yeah. So like the '54 Gojira, like his first debut. He's a bad guy. He, he was a bad he's guy, a, but like in the sense of like. A tornado is a bad guy. Yeah, he didn't, or a, he didn't he's just, the he's a force to, like, of nature. His mustache. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a know? force of nature. He has a, a reaction. Yeah. And then like when you get into the '60s stuff. Um, even in like the early ones, like with uh, Godzilla versus Mothra, which is 64 and like he's the bad guy in those. Mm -hmm. And then slowly he became like the good guy. And then you have like versus Mechagodzilla with Jet Jaguar and they're like high-fiving and like, you know, it it (laughs) turns into like a kid's show. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into like the relaunch of it with uh, Return of Godzilla in 84. That's my favorite. That's That's like the the, Heisei era, right? Yeah, that's the kickoff of the Heisei era. Mm -hmm. And then like... That he's like again, kind of the force of nature. Anytime they bring him back to what he is in this I, I movie, I like him as a force of I'm nature. I'm like, love yeah. it, yeah. yeah. And then they slowly kind of like get away. Like the, the 2014 American Godzilla good. is basically like a force of nature, yeah. And then they were like, and what if then <laughs> there's all these other monsters and he's got to be the good guy? And God, then what God, if Godzilla, him and King Kong is like bros, but not? And you're like, Godzilla okay, yeah, versus King Kong, followed up by Godzilla teams up with King Kong, it really Tag like team match when you get into like. <laughs> Again, I think back to my childhood and I think of like the moment when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> and they were trying to shake hands and they were like, oh, brother, I don't know what's going to happen when Hulkamania <laughs> and the Macho Maniacs combine will the world blow up. And then you see, you know, Godzilla and Jet Jaguar high fiving and Mechagodzilla. It's the same thing. Different format, you know, and then like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Sometimes Godzilla is the good guy. Sometimes he's the bad yeah. guy. But I like it when he's a force of nature. I like the for- yeah. Force of nature is a really good way to describe it. Yeah. Too. yeah. So for me, I've seen a lot of just like Godzilla films just kind of growing up here and there. Yeah. Um, we definitely watched like the 2014 Godzilla film and then the one that came after it. With uh, Millie Bobby Brown, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one was fine, too. Like, yeah. the the American ones, honestly, have been acceptable. And Godzilla vs. Kong is probably one of the better ones. Because yeah. it, like, so, um, the uh, the uh, the one with Millie Bobby Brown, the um, mm. King of Monsters. King of Monsters. Godzilla King yeah. of the Monsters. Uh, is probably one of the weaker ones. It's still fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, like, they, they really stretch the idea of, like, what's believable mm-hmm. and happening. Uh, versus Kong kind of feels more like it's a little one of the older ones down, yeah. where it's like it is Godzilla versus Kong yeah. and you don't know what's going to happen and like chaos ensues mm-hmm. and uh, yeah they're not bad the, yeah. the, the new Americans ones from the 2014 on are not, are not terrible yeah but yeah. yeah I mean I have like I'll say a general passing knowledge of Godzilla like I'm I'm familiar with like kaiju and and just like the genre but I've never been one to like dig my teeth into it and like yeah. really like 
learn about it. Yeah. So a lot of my passing knowledge is just kind of like, I like Godzilla. He's a cool lizard and he destroys stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's generally where I co- come from. Yeah, knock that yeah. building down, and Godzilla. I know Ryan is, is deep. I have seen literally every single Godzilla movie except for... There's like two or three from the Millennium Era, like uh, Godzilla Tokyo SOS and Final Wars, I think are the only two movies in the entire Godzilla franchise that I have not seen at least once. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything else at least once. I So as a kid, my mom was a huge fan of like 50s uh, horror movies, so yeah. like The Mummy, Dracula, yeah. you know, things like that. Blob. And, Godzilla was one of them. Mm-hmm. The, the American version with Raymond Burr, because yeah. that's all we had, you know, yeah. back in the day. Um, and so I saw Godzilla, the the American version of Gojira, which if you don't know, they made like an American version called Godzilla, and they basically shot a bunch of scenes with Raymond Burr, who played Perry Mason on TV, as like this reporter who goes to Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they intersplice it into <laughs> the movie Gojira with like um like it's it's all you know dubbed or whatever, and yeah. they just like shoot him in certain scenes that look like it could be kind of the same place, looking up and reacting to stuff. <laughs> I gotta and say, like the decisions that were made back in that era, oh, were yeah. just incredible. Well, because it was a huge movie, and like it's about the you know dealing with the atomic bomb, and America was very much like we love this atomic bomb. Why are you? Like, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put a you know atomic powered yeah. microwave. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, and so the American version of that original movie definitely does not get into as much of the right. allegory of that. But then so for perspective, I watched a lot of the cheesy sixties and seventies Godzilla movies, you know, where he is high fiving Jet Jaguar, <laughs> like, sliding on his tail. Godzilla versus Mothra is a classic one, King Ghidorah, all those. I used to watch Rodan, all of them. And um I watched probably the, like I said earlier, the nineteen eighty four in Japan, eighty five here, Return of Godzilla. That's the one I watched the most. I had the VHS yeah. where that one slap out. And that was the one that I I saw so many times and it, cause again, it was the first kind of return to what if Godzilla was how he was in the original 54. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Majora, where he was just know. a bad guy. Yeah. And then Force for the longest, nature. you couldn't get any of the other movies like Godzilla versus Biollante, any of the Heisei era stuff over here. Mm-hmm. Like you just couldn't get it. So I didn't see any of those until like college. Until they like, like started coming out with like box sets of yeah, they'd have it on DVD and it yeah. would be like this. Oh, yeah, man, so you couldn't, you couldn't get you down to Suncoast and get you a brown bag special. Oh, oh man, they, just, they, just didn't they may have had them. Yeah, yeah, but like I, it was, might have. I don't know. It was just very hard, especially in like rural West Tennessee, to just be like, <laughs> you know, I was. <laughs> Dang I was man, where's of, my Godzilla? I was oh, kind of sad. I was at a uh, secondhand store a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and they had the entire booklet of all Godzilla films up to that point from the Japanese side of stuff. Oh yeah, and I was like, I. It was like uh, maybe like 120 bucks, and I was like, "Ah, do I do, do I pull I need the trigger?" Yeah. yeah, it's definitely one of those. Do I need it? But it, like, it, it was in like a cool like book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pull the trigger, but like, I'm kind of sad that I didn't. Yeah, because like after watching this movie, I want to go back and like see some of the other stuff see that kind of stuff. inspired oh, a lot go of back, the, go back the and moments. Watch the classics, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I'm curious. A lot what, of them are on HBO Max. I'm oh, sorry, okay. Max. I apologize. Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah get it right. Sorry, HBO brand. I meant Max. See, I'm curious what you guys think about this movie. Because yeah. I know, like, whenever we, we knew that it was going to have a theatrical release, Ryan was like, well, I'm going to go see it anyways. I'm- yeah, I don't care <laughs> if we're covering it for the cast or not. Your boy's going, so, yeah. like, do we want to cover it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, what, what do you guys think? I'll jump in. Yeah. I, I love this movie. I think it's really good. Um, as I alluded to earlier, I, I tend to lean towards the Godzilla movies that, take him back to just being mean, (laughs) just like a, a destructive force that should be feared. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like Shin Godzilla came out in 2016, uh, directed by Hideki Anno. Yeah. I was going to say, and it has definitely some Evangelion vibes to it. If you're familiar with his work and, uh, I like it as much as this, but for different reasons, if that makes sense. It's a very different film. It's apples and oranges. It's definitely like not, not the same thing, but back to this movie, I, I like, um, how scary they made Godzilla in a lot of moments, like mm-hmm. just actual unstoppable force. The first, yeah. the first bit when you first see him, it's just like, whoa, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like how destructive he is in this, and I like, I, I, for me, this is the the thing that sets it apart from a lot of Godzilla movies is that most Godzilla movies have a plot involving humans 
that no one cares about. And you're just waiting for it to get back to the monster. <laughs> back to the right? big rubber man. Get back to the monsters. Get yeah. back to the man in the suit. And so anytime there's a Godzilla movie that, again, makes me care about the human side of it, that's like that. That's a good yeah. sign. Return of Godzilla's one fifty four. The original yeah. Gojira is a good one. Like this one is definitely that. Like I, I was very invested in all the characters, and I love the angle of the story in this one. I don't want to get into spoilers just yeah. yet, but like I like the the take they did because I was kind of worried because as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'm going to see it. So I kind of media blacked out. I didn't mm-hmm. watch any of the more recent you know trailers for it. I was worried they were going to just kind of repeat the 1954. I, see, I was thinking, so is this going to be like a almost, you know, shot for shot yeah. remake? Like, cause again, we were coming up on the 70th anniversary. Right. I wasn't sure if it was like, Hey, like we're going to go in. The story's already written for us. Yeah. Polish the dialogue a little and let's get some, you know, modern day mm-hmm. effects in here. Right. Yeah. That's kind of where I thought we were going. And then we started going through this. Like, no, isn't it? Okay. Okay. Well, cause one of the characters in this movie looks Similar-ish to Doctor Sarazawa yes. from the yes, original, he does. and yes, so I was like, "Are they gonna go with like a, a Sarazawa like character?" <laughs> yeah, I, saw they... that. I saw that. I was like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait a minute!" Yeah, well, and so I'm glad they didn't. I, I enjoyed this a lot. I think just to wrap up my thoughts, and we can jump to other folks. Uh, it just for me, it is one of those few movies where like I've seen it and I wanted to go see it again in theaters. Yeah. Like I was like, I want to go see this again. So but I'm admittedly a big Godzilla fan. Go uh, well, so being not a quotation marks big Godzilla fan mm-hmm. uh, I walked in this movie I so when we were in Japan we saw like commercials for it with just like it was basically like the same three clips of Godzilla just kind of looking menaced just menacingly and that's it yeah. yeah but I hadn't seen a single trailer for it or anything like that mm-hmm. and going into this completely blind blew me away oh yeah just because it was such a human story that just happened to have Godzilla in it where you had like very like emotional connections to all of your characters. And then you also had just Godzilla level destruction where he is a force of nature Yeah, where he's just, he's just a big lizard and he is going to mess some stuff up. Yeah. Well, and that also, you know, speaking to when we're talking about the budget, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to save some money. Well, let's, uh, let's just not have Godzilla on screen for a little while. Right. Yeah. And there, like, let's, yeah. Uh, let's save that VFX budget. And, you know, we just need a couple of small sets and let's uh, let's get in here, get the camera in tight and let's uh, let's talk a little bit about how we feel. Right. Yeah. Because it, it is emphatically a, a, a melodrama for the whole film that just mm-hmm. happens to have a monster in it. Where yeah. the monster just happens to be kind of a, a driving plot force. Yeah. 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 Who makes, you know, appearances at semi-regular intervals. Yeah. yeah. What, what did you think, Stephen? Uh, I loved it. I, I think it was a, a really well done film just in general. Mm-hmm. It's a really good Godzilla film. Yeah. Uh, again, going back to the whole, the, the 50s version of Godzilla where he's just a force of nature who just mm. exists and it's like you either get out of his way or you, or you figure out a way to delay him. Divert or delay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not really just like, all right, well, here comes Godzilla, time for Superman to fly in and punch him in yeah. the nose. Yeah. You know, like there's none of that solution here. Well, especially because, so this is the, the, the only Godzilla film so far that has been a period piece. Like everything, yeah. every other Godzilla film has always taken place in like that, that present day year. Time, yeah. That modern yeah. time of shooting. Yes. So with it being a period piece, you do get a lot of the the American occupation in, in Japan trying to recover. The demilitarization yeah. and the, yeah. the just, I mean, not to, you know, give stuff away, but we kind of, we kind of kicked this film off, not the very start, but the beginning parts mm-hmm. of it. And we've got some, you know, Grave of the Fireflies going on in here. Yeah, because this this basically takes place directly after, like, the firebombings and... Yeah, it, and this is just right after the surrender, essentially. Yeah. I think, and, like, Tokyo is in ruins already. It, Godzilla's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to go over there. It's already... <laughs> what am I going to do? It's just rubble. <laughs> to me, where it sets itself apart, too, is it, it's not only, like, a... Um, like a, 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 a dealing with the aftermath of war, but it's also about like survivor's guilt. Oh yes, You know what I mean? Big time. And I think that sets it apart from a lot of post-war movies and especially a lot of Godzilla movies, you know, the the main character, um, Koichi, he is, he was very compelling. My guy goes through it in this movie. too. (laughs) Man, he goes like, (laughs) he goes through it. Yeah. It's, it's honestly pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's definitely one of those where, like, I was not a fan of him at the beginning of the film. And then mm. as the film goes on, I'm just like, I'm rooting for oh, this man, guy. I, yeah. I love that that type of character that they chose for him to be, like, well, who he is in the war and yeah. post-war. Yeah, like, that's a, you want to get in here and get some melodrama. Let's tell a deep emotional story. That's the right kind of character to kick it off with. 
rising up from the depths. <laughs> Set out to destroy any concept of how cool a podcast could be. <laughs> I was wondering where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> SpoilersIntendedPodcast.com is coming for your earlobes. <laughs> It's bringing all of our content along with links to everything we've got, including our Discord. Indeed, if you want to join us on Discord, one, hey, it's free. Two, we talk about all kinds of stuff on there, podcast-related, not podcast-related. Yep. Godzilla you know. roars. That's, that's, that's what a donkey <laughs> sounds like. You're destroying the financial district, you know. Uh, the financial district. The financial, financial district. district. Uh, but we have uh, threads on there where we talk about other shows, movies that are out there, so you can uh, kind of sequester yourself with people who want to talk spoilers, and also just general hobbies, pets, cooking, etc. We also have social media. We have t- um, two. We have Instagram and Facebook. And uh, just follow us on there for all the latest updates and stuff on the podcast. Uh, see, I just want to just keep listening to yeah, that. Just like, keep just keep that the, going. Uh, man. It's got seven more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that music is awesome. Killer. Okay, yeah. yeah, so before we kind of get into or pass the spoiler wall we now, have, if you haven't seen the film, through the spoiler wall, crashed through atomic it. Atomic bomb. Yes. Atomic blast. <laughs> that his breath in this one is just an atomic bomb going off oh, was incredible. Phenomenal. I like I was it. like, Whoa. every time he did, I was like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. God, dude, the first time when he started the charge and it, the tailpiece sticks out, yeah. Yeah. Blue, get, it was like, get, oh, get, here get, we go. Yeah. Just like the explosion that happens yeah. is just phenomenal. It is. Because, I mean, like, in if you've seen Shin Godzilla from 2016, he has, like, a, a fire breath moment, and he, like, hones it into, like, this, <laughs> like, really concentrated, like, like, like oh, even, my like gosh. Even going beam. Yeah, like, and yeah. he just slices the city. So in this one, I was like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And then just it's like, atomic it's bomb. just an atomic. How on the nose can you get? <laughs> Dude, he whips his head back, and then all this, the spikes slam down. Just, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Man. Okay, so I have a substantial amount of trivia. Oh, dear. And there's, there's so much that I don't know if I'm actually going to get through all of Hit it. Hit the good stuff, and yeah. as we go, if we hit something that's got a t- trivia jump in. Yeah. So speaking of Shin Godzilla, done by Hideki Anno, yeah. uh, so Takashi watched this film mm-hmm. uh, whenever it came out in 2016, yeah. and after the film, he's like, I want to make a Godzilla film. Nice. But he basically sat on it for essentially three years because he didn't want to be derivative of Anno's work. Well, and they kind of end Shin Godzilla on a little bit of a like cliffhanger where there could be a follow-up. There could be something, And yeah. they never did... Mm-hmm. And so he may have been like, I don't want to like, are well, they about to do something else? Like, and so basically through for through those three years, basically, of, of kind of like in limbo of him trying to figure out what he wanted to do yeah. and write for it, Toho basically shot down every, um, every pitch to make a new Godzilla film because mm-hmm. uh, Shin Godzilla was so well received right. that they were just like, we don't know what we want to do with this. And right. then... Uh, Takashi came and basically it's like, well, this is a period piece. It's going to be its own thing. And Toho was like, heck yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So after, you know, production and everything like that, uh, Ano came and watched a private screening of the film with Takashi and he loved it. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Like glowing. He was like, this is fantastic. Like this is exactly what it feels like to be a kaiju movie. Right, and yeah. in Ano, just his history is very big into kaiju and stuff. He's done his own sure. like personal films on top of like uh, Shin Kamen Rider and obviously yeah. Evangelion, that kind of stuff. Then on top of that, Gareth Edwards was in Japan whenever they were doing pre screenings for this. Oh wow, was and he doing what? something with the creator while he was over no? There, so he was just there. Okay, and just he like, basically I like Japan. I'm in Japan. He got to do a pre screening <laughs> of the film with the crew. Oh wow, and he also oh, just. Cool. He's like, this is what a Godzilla movie should be like. I'm sure it's what he wanted his 2014 mm. Godzilla movie to be, exactly. But it, you know, studios need more. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's yeah. going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. But Just put a big, big Kong in there. <laughs> punch each other. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, obviously, they're, all other creators have, have seen this and absolutely love the film. Yeah. Um, one of the... Um, let's see. Let me pull it up here. Uh, the the look of this Godzilla, though done with CGI, was meant to be reminiscent of the classic suit 
suitmation technique um, with <laughs> the posture, suit. <laughs> yeah, with the posture more upright and leaning forward, yeah. or then leaning forward instead of kind of like the 2014 one where he's kind of like he can be on all fours. He can hunch yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, the the American is like Chungus Godzilla. He's a, a thick boy. He's a he's a big boy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the design mixes elements from several. Uh, different prior films, strongest influence being the Heisei era from 89 to 95. Yeah. And um, which is basically the generic design that Toho uses for merchandise now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like there, there was a ton. Takashi used a ton of influence from all different sections of mm-hmm. the Godzilla franchise to really bring in his version of it. And I think he did a phenomenal job. I, I really like the design. My only complaints are that like, the spikes are a bit large, and his head is a little small. Oh, no, I like it. Oh, when he's, whenever when he's, he's like like in, in the water. water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but th- it's like a not, water box. And it's not so much those, wall, those yeah. scenes are great, because, number one, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's the way he's, like, swimming. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there's, like, a later in the, the movie, there's a couple of shots where his head is on screen, and it just looks like, okay, we need to make that just a little bigger. It's like, <laughs> well, well, the rest, uh, the rest of him keeps scaling up over time. Yeah, and but the head's the same it's size. It's like the steroids problem. Shoulders keep getting wider. My head's still my the same neck size. is so big, but my head. <laughs> so I have two more, and then we mm-hmm. can talk about the film. Yeah. Uh, so instead of creating a new roar, the crew simply played the original Godzilla roar over loudspeakers and recorded that audio. Classic. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely hear. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty great. And then uh, Takashi cited Godzilla, Mothra, and uh, King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. Yeah. Um, which um, the, basically the first Godzilla and um, oh no no God, never mind that's just one singular title Godzilla yeah. Ma- Mothra and King Ghidorah giant monsters all out attack 2001 that is his personal favorite yeah. Godzilla film okay yeah so uh, the giant monsters all out attack is the one where it's like Godzilla goes back to being um, force of nature a force of nature and basically in that one like Mothra King Ghidorah who's normally the bad guy he's normally the three headed yeah, yeah. yeah. They and Rodan have to team up to take down Godzilla, basically. Mm. They, flip it up, they flip the script on yeah. his head. And Godzilla in that one has, like, white eyes. And so in that one, he's, like, the... Uh, he is inhabited by the souls of all the people that died in World War II. Oh, wow. It's, like, the whole allegory yeah. idea there. It's not so much he's a nuclear bomb. It's more of, a like, just the horrors of war, yeah. you know, or empowering this the, force of nature. The Bikini Atoll has awakened him. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Actually, one one last one, because this is just kind of a general thing. So the film debuted with 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. No one cares about Rotten Tomatoes, but it's still kind of fun. Uh, reviews from Americans were overall positive, although they mm-hmm. criticized lack of Godzilla screen time. Don't care about that. Yeah, uh, whatever. People when the over. first negative review was posted, Yamazaki or uh, Takashi simply tweeted in response, finally. <laughs> Uh, and and more on that the reason why it was a three-star review for the beginning of the podcast there's no one star i literally couldn't find any one stars i feel like that's probably number that's a combination of two things number one i think the movie's really good number two i think it's like the people that are gonna go out and see this you know what they're there for right Yeah. yeah the people that are showing up to this movie are down to clown for some Godzilla. Yeah. And this, if you're a Godzilla fan, is very it's good. Very good. So, like, well, and even if you go in with no prior knowledge, it's a great film. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like this is, there, it's going to be tough to get some one stars until it gets a little more. It, it needs to get a little more yeah. wider distribution. Yeah. There'll okay. be somebody. Yeah, so, always yeah. so let's talk about the film. Well, that's what we've been doing this whole well, time. Well, I know, but like, let's, let's like, really get, into, let's really get, get in, into it. Get in the uh, nitty gritty. So I really thought that the... You know, granted, this is definitely a Japanese style production with Japanese style, like like really hardcore melodramatic Japanese yeah, acting for sure. And it is a very specific style of acting that it is. It's very overexpressive. But I would say it was more restrained than a lot of Japanese. Yeah, live it's, action it's not nearly as over the top as as some could be. Yeah, yeah, like, no, definitely for sure. It's it's really more. I think it's the the captain of the the small boat. That yeah. he was so overexpressive because that's just his he thing. Was, he was awesome. Oh, he was yeah. great. I loved it. <laughs> um, I think Koichi, I'm kind of like you, like the, the main character, Shikishima. Shikishima. Yeah. He uh, he was grading at the front. He was very tough to, to kind of get And behind. I was like, 
even against him in the middle when like they're having that one dinner and then the dudes oh, are like, like, wow, oh, you got an awesome wife and kid. And he's like, she's not my wife or my kid. And, and they're like, like, wow, what? dude, what are you, where are you going? I with do this? like at that very moment. The, the captain looks at the kid in his lap, like who's sitting in my lap. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <"It's> <laughs> he kind of looks at like, wait a minute. But then like when I was like, dude, Noriko over here is like awesome. This kid rules. What are you doing? It, yeah. But it's, it ties that, back into that survivor's guilt. Yeah. Well, I'm not worth it. I'm mm-hmm. bad. I haven't done good enough. Well, they I, don't deserve my me. War isn't finished. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, like, I thought him being a kamikaze pilot that was a failed kamikaze pilot because yeah. the second it, it's such a good storytelling technique because you know that the second that someone finds out that he was a kamikaze right. pilot, they know that he chickened out. Yep. And well, he didn't do his duty. Well, it's all right. the, the the shame culture exactly. in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it's that that uh, level of story. I was like, oh wow, that first Re- confrontation with well, Sumiko mm-hmm. when she's like, if you had done your job, my my children oh, would yeah. be dead. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. god, I love her character arc too. Like <laughs> she goes from being that lady to like he's going to work that one day, and she's like, hey, <laughs> she just <laughs> just giving him grief, and he just kind of stops for a minute and keeps going to being like. The cool neighbor and yep. being like, I, I loved that. Auntie. I, I think yeah. the, the, like you're saying with the, the kamikaze stuff of like, it's already enough to tell a, a post-war story about survivor's guilt, mm-hmm. like why the, all these other people die and I'm still here. But to take it that level further of like, if you're a kamikaze pilot, you're not supposed to come back. Yeah. Why are you here? You like, know, like, well, when she was like, you were, you were a kamikaze pilot. Yeah. And you're here in front of me. You clearly didn't do your job. Well, and for the for the opening scene when that, he's landing, that one the opening and gets it me cuts to that angle, and you can see the bomb that close mm-hmm. to the ground. I had this like, huh? That seems dangerously close to the. Oh, oh. He's a kamikaze pilot. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh. And then he gets out, and they're like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "You know, yeah, it's it's on the fritz. Don't question it." And he walks down. I love and that well, one then, dude. Well, then they're like, "Hey, we couldn't find anything wrong with the plane." Yeah, yeah. yeah. and well, and that's the thing is like, because everyone knows, right? It, like, oh, man. I like that one guy too that comes down to the river. He's like, hey, just like you know, for what's worth, I, I get what you're doing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. he, like, walks yeah, off. I don't, I don't he's like, I'm pretty sure we lost the yeah. war. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> he like walks <laughs> off real fast. Well, and, like at that point, I feel like he's you know. Like, like they get it from a personal perspective of like, hey, like, we're it's, you're a lot's being asked of you, right? Yeah, as a but kid. the the duty. But then the well, then you have the actual first Godzilla appearance where mm-hmm. he can't go through with like, fire the yeah. gun, which, w- which still which, would have killed him. Which we know, you know, down the line, the hey, that, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, but he still freezes up and it it's still insane. potentially gets yeah. people killed. Yeah. And like at that point, then then it's like yeah, like you know, Tachibana has a good reason to like blame you here. Of like, mm-hmm. hey, you could have saved all these people's lives, yeah. And you you locked up, you didn't you didn't fall through, and then you managed to live with all these people who should have lived didn't. Yeah, but I, I do like the parallel that like just like him following through his mission as a kamikaze, that would not have turned the tide of the war. No, the war not at all. Would have made any difference. Yeah. Him shooting Godzilla in the leg with you know the machine gun from a plane. Even though it was smaller Godzilla, pre-bikini atoll growing Godzilla. <laughs> he hasn't been empowered. Would not have, like, it everyone have probably would have yeah. still died. So it's like, it's mm. almost the same exact situation. But yep. it does do a good job of setting him up for, like like you said, with Tachibana and him and their relationship and oh, why. I mean, it hits really hard at the yeah. end. Especially yeah. because, you know, like, Tachibana definitely has, like, you know, his war isn't over either. He right. has a chip on his shoulder. And then he still follows through and he's like, hey, there's an ejector seat in this. <laughs> there's a very funny version of this movie where that he's on the, the radio and they say, he lived. And he goes, son of a... And he like throws it. <laughs> <laughs> he had one job. But, but it's definitely like that moment Worst at the end. Worst kamikaze pilot ever. Well, because when he's like shaking his hand, he's like, I don't know. I kind of want to live. He has that moment where he like starts talking to him. I thought he's like, listen, I got these guys here. I put bombs in here for you. You know, like, <laughs> you got to do this, man. No, uh, Well, I mean... Yeah, so when Tachibana hears that he's safe, it hits yeah, really sure. hard because you know that up until this point, like, he has emphatically been chip on the shoulder, you know, all of my crewmates, you know, were effectively killed by you, even though they weren't. There's nothing you could right. have done about it. But it's definitely one of those moments where, and it's it feels like a very Japanese-style storytelling to where you have the turn yeah. of, like, the, the really hard, you know, hard-ass that turns into, you know, someone that like is rooting for your main character. Well, you yeah. have both Tachibana and, uh, uh, 
Sumiko. Sumiko, yeah. Um, both have kind of the same thing of like they both are Mad against him. him. Yeah. yeah. And then like by the end, they're on board. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it, it like it plays into the not only just like Tachibana and his whole thing, but like the main character, Koichi, like he, he is coming so much closer to being able to like move forward and like accept his life. But he's got this, he's got to do this thing. Like it's like he's yeah. got to get this off his chest, you mm-hmm. know? And like so when he, does that at the end it's just this catharsis from this like entire movie of just like <laughs> this guy's going through it and he's losing everybody and he's just so full of guilt and his parents yeah. are dead and now he thinks his noriko's dead and then like then he i don't want to give up his kid i don't want the kid but i really like the kid you know and it's like yeah yeah so while 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 we're still talking about um koichi or as a character uh yeah. rinosuke uh kamiki uh, who's the actor that plays him mm-hmm. um you guys both know him from he's the voice voice of Taki in your name. He's oh, the voice okay. of Serizawa, the the teacher in Suzume. Oh, yeah. And he's also oh, wow. the voice of Bo in Spirited Away. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So he's he's got he's, he's been around. He's he's, he's been around working. Yeah. yeah. Um so wait, how old was he during Spirited Away? Oh he was young. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah, very he's young. young. Yeah. Okay. Because I think he was born in like the nineties or whatever. But yeah. Uh, I was like, this guy looks so young if he's been around since. (laughs) That's also those Asian genes too, that are definitely helping there. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta wait till he hits 60. (laughs) Then he gets really, really really old, (laughs) just gray headed immediately. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what else did you guys kind of think about this? Uh, well, so again, I like the, the destruction that Godzilla wreaks. Oh, when, I, when he goes to, in Ginza, dude, oh, I yeah. love the journalists on top of the building. Who oh, are that's like, my favorite. They're, that was doing, a fantastic. they're doing the full report that it's like, it's almost just like the classic, like campy comic r- response. He's like, past the building. And, and now he's so close to us. And oh yeah. my gosh, he's eating us all now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it's like, he makes it past you. Like, okay, they're safe. And Godzilla's like, no. Nah. And he kicks, like he sweeps the flicks, leg on the corner of that uh, building. Flicks the tail. <laughs> yeah. And it's like when the right after that, when they're running down the street away from him, just run sideways. And you're like, people. well, yes. you're like, oh, they're making, they're kind of getting away. And he's like, no. And he swings the tail around. And you're just like, he's mean. <laughs> he, he knows just, he what he's doing. He sees all these little ants and he's just like, nah, nah man. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm gushing on the movie. I like it a lot. I like the special effects with the exception of a few There's shots. a couple shots of, here and, and there. And a couple kind of, of shaky. But yeah. honestly, for as much as they had where they're like, hey, what if we have like some boats? Hey, what if we have a <laughs> lot of boats? <laughs> right. Hey, what if we have like, you know, Godzilla do the classic, uh, you know, submarine maneuver here? <laughs> yeah. And like several shots of him swing. Like for as much as they demanded of the VFX to be like, yeah, there's a couple of shots where he looks a little off. Like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. $15 million. It still yeah. looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I think especially for, yeah, the budget, it's obscenely good. Like yeah. they did a great job. I think my, my complaints come in more of there are some plot conveniences like where he shows up in Ginza exactly where she happens oh, to course, be running, yeah. you know, well, that's the melodrama little stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it, I'm not knocking or the movie. The fact that he would just chase a plane all the way out into a bay when it's Wait, like, no, I can see that he's, we mean. Don't know. he's getting he's shot mean. by, he's yeah. mad about it. <laughs> he doesn't know what planes are. He's like, what is this? I hate it so much. <laughs> you look like he's like a, a thing I hate. It's yeah. called Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met it yet, but I just know I, I, I hate know it. I hate it. Um, the other thing I would say Maybe is that's that, why he hates Mothra, because he's like, you remind me of that plane. <laughs> that was a cool plane, by the way. That was that's a really a cool really plane. Cool the rear plane. wing. Yeah. Um, no, my only other thing I would say is that, like, I think even as well done as a lot of the dialogue scenes are, mm-hmm. I feel like you can see the difference between shooting it in this style versus like, like Hidekiano. or like even like like uh, Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Like, I think in, in different hands, some of the dramatic scenes could have been punched uh, up from punched a up, yeah. camera work perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, not so much performances, more just like the, the just, framing. Just the edit, yeah. And it yeah. wasn't bad. It, it was it just was like... It was very basic. It was, they, yeah. They have a couple of good shots, but they it's kind of like, hey, you use like 60% of the choices, but when you get into some of these other big dramatic shots, they're in on like the one percent shot, the hundred percent shot, where like we're gonna yeah. dip in right on the. I mean, well, like look at some of the Indian films we've watched, where it's like we're gonna dip right up in on like their eye, right, and then pull out 
or pull in and like we well, don't have any of that. I think so, too it's so. in contrast to the monster shots mm-hmm. that are really well done. Yeah. And so that that's to me it's like the monster shots are, are great and some of the, the Dude, action the way it's the, framed is the bit when he's just like going into the cruiser and like he's got the cruiser tilted on its side and the guns <laughs> oh, are yeah. swinging just, around to shoot on him. Oh yeah. yeah. Just, uh, like uh, that stuff is great. So when you go to the dialogue scenes and they're like fine. Yeah. It's like, acceptable. Yeah. It's like I, I wish the story the story's well, good on its own. I just wish the 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 way they shot that so stuff was punched up a little bit. Well, so especially if you're coming from yeah. Shin Godzilla, which right. Hideki Anno is a master at um, uh, basically framing and yeah. and really cinema cinematic storytelling. Yeah. Where going from that to this is very jarring. It is just yeah. because like. Ano is so frenetic with how he places his camera, where he places his weird angles all the time. Yeah. Very like POV, that kind of stuff where this is very straightforward of like, this is the shot and this is where the dialogue happens. Here's a, here's a headshot of this guy. And then we're going to cut over to this guy for another headshot, which is fine. But it definitely like that. That's kind of where you can see the $15 million budget Yeah, where it's like, I mean, you did this movie for fifteen million dollars. That's phenomenal. But I'll say this: like the sets, like the oh, the, really, the rubble, like really nice. Yeah, like, everything looks great. The boat, I love the little boat. Oh, the boat's fantastic. Dude, the boats are great, especially when uh, they're out there like trolling for Godzilla, and <laughs> the captain like is on the radio with the other little boat. They're like, "We're gonna take all the credit." <laughs> and then Godzilla's just like, <laughs> <"Bruh."> yeah. <laughs> Like full full Jaws level, yeah. just like yoink. There's like, actually oh. like moments of levity too in such oh, a like are, a yes. depressing theme yeah. of like post war, well, like especially yeah. within the boat crew. Yeah, that interplay both on the boat but also on land of the captain, the uh, doc, the well, kid, yeah. and uh, Koichi is like great. It's well, great because you you. Up until that point, before you meet like the whole crew of the boat, yeah, it's very dour and very mm-hmm. serious it and everything is, like yeah. that. And the second you get there, like there's a lot of levity there because they're they're a, they're a crew. Yeah, and they're explaining, like, it's a wooden boat because we're going after magnetic mines, you know, and yeah. you're like, oh, that's pretty brilliant, you know? <laughs> well, they're also trying to find ways to have fun with the fact that, like, because, again, everyone that we're seeing here is in their own way a survivor, right? Yeah. At this right. point. So they're trying to find their own ways of kind of coming to grips with that and kind of having their own uh, solution to it, which for them is is kind of the levity. Because, like, yeah. you know that the, the captain went through some stuff. He saw Oh, some of course, stuff. yeah. Like, no right. Well, and then you, you even have that storytelling device as the kid, who is not really a kid, but he's still young enough to not have been in the war. He, he, right. He was a survivor of the war by not being in the war. Yeah, but yeah. he's got that, like, I wish I could have got out mm-hmm. there, you know. Like, you, you have such a great dynamic with these characters. And, and they th- stick with them, too. I was really worried that, like, what was going to happen is they would have the boat, and then they would they would leave, yeah. and you'd never see him again, or they'd be like a No, footnote. you really get a good character building for all of them. And yeah. It's, well, it's, I, it really helped because like, I mean they are kind of at the end of the day they are just kind of archetypes yeah like, just they kind are. of archetypal characters but they made them work and because they're all such a contrast to each other and they had good chemistry and interplay it just it worked throughout the film yeah yeah like if you had had you know the initial introduction to them and they were just kind of flat whatever they'd be like I right, cool can we move on to like somebody else yeah yeah, yeah but know, let's like, talk to Noriko yeah much better you know <laughs> well yeah. and and you know speaking on Noriko because she she did a fantastic job too especially the the really quiet moments after you know he has like a PTSD episode oh and right she's yeah. trying oh, consoling like him and everything yeah. man is is this real it's not real this is an illusion yeah man this is just ooh, yeah brutal and, and and she she really does a fantastic job. The, the little girl that played their their daughter did really good too. Yeah, there was yeah. one part where I was kind of like, mm, it looked like they somebody pinched her off camera to make her cry. Yes, because <laughs> well, she just yes. goes from like zero to ah! so quick. I was like, it is like she delayed it too. And I was like, is that like her cue? She's supposed to do it now. Pinch her on the leg, and then God. Um, but she was so cute and so precious. And like when he's like, that's not my daughter. I'm like, you cold hearted. How? Yeah. yeah. Which and, it, and it's definitely you know at that moment in the story you're just like what you have a great life here man like but then obviously you know like it's not you know it's because of his you know his survivor's guilt and not because of like he doesn't like them I kind I kind of wish that uh, Noriko would have been a little more of a con artist though, because like we're our introduction to her, she's she's kinda, she, you know, she's con, she yeah. like pawns the kid off on him. And he's like, "Why'd you wait out there all that time?" <laughs> and then she like you know just goes to his place and just kind of stays she just or whatever. The straight yeah. straight lace. Yeah. You know, well, now I'm gonna get I'm gonna dress up because I'm gonna go get a job. So yeah. Like what? she she shifted from that like kind of like survivor oh, street urchin. Yeah. To just like. 
I'm just, I'm going to clean and I'm going to raise it, it the kid. Been, and I was it like, been okay. Interesting if she had done like the whole, like she gets like, you know, dressed up, ready to go. Like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I got a job. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, straighten air here. And then like we cut to her. And the reason she's where Godzilla is because she's like involved in a shady deal. Or yeah, she's yeah. pickpocketing. Yeah, like she's, she's, or... she's like, yeah, she's there in the yeah. financial district to, you know, lift some wallets or something. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked that because it would have made her character. That's her like thing is that she's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the grifter well, that like did, does it to survive. It's not like she's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. Well, so now we, since we're talking about her, we need to talk yeah. about the fake out. Right. Okay. Little okay. week, little week. Well, I'm of two minds on it. So it's one of those things where initially I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. But then because clearly there's something going on with her, like, her Godzilla neck. wise. So is there's it Godzilla wise or is it radiation? Well, radiation. There's, something, but, there's yeah. something on her neck. Yeah. And, yeah. And because of that, I was like, okay, I can kind of forgive it because like hypothetically she should be 100% dead. dead. Or even if not dead, more messed up than she was. Yeah. She's got a little bandage over her. She's eye. got like, she's uh, like I'm good. my arm's kind of in a sling. I was like, <laughs> she should have had like burns. Dude, she should have been like, dude, he like, he like <laughs> leans onto the, the hospital bed and just grabs the arm in a cast. Like, what are you, doing? What are you I know. doing? Dude, grab anything else. Like, Literally, yeah. <laughs> Your broken arm. But I must grab it because clearly, like, there's some kind of regenerative thing happening. happening there. Potentially, yeah. yeah. So I, I do forgive it there. This but the, I just this I, is the birth of Godzuki. <laughs> this is it. No, I, I wish we had gotten like just a tiny line from like a doctor of like, yeah, it's crazy. Like we, Some, we yeah, thought something like that. She's doing there's way like, better. Yeah. Or like there's a few survivors that just seem to be pulling through, but most everyone died. I don't know what it is. And then you see the thing on the neck. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me a little something, bit, something a little bit there. But I mean, I guess that's asking for a lot. You can read into it, but yeah. like not knowing what they're going to, if they do anything with it is kind of like, I couldn't tell if that was like radiation poisoning and this is foreshadowing. She's going to die anyways. Or if it's like, yeah, no, it some, was like growing. Yeah. It was, well, it, it moved. Was like I thought okay. yeah. it happened so fast that I was but like, it was, it was both the focal point of that shot and also really subtle. Yeah. It was. So it was like, uh, wait, hold on. What? But I will say they definitely yeah. did a good job of not hinting at anything they to did, where yeah. it, it really was a, Oh, she's alive. Yeah, uh, yeah I like mean, it, yeah. at the point that Sumiko gets the telegram. Well, well, obvious. I was like, well, why is she getting a telegram? But I was like, ah, doesn't matter. I want to go see the battle. Oh, see, the same yeah, way. So yeah. when the telegram showed up. I was like, ah, Noriko's alive. See, I didn't That's jump to that getting. at all. It's, it, was was her, <laughs> it was either her. It was either her, or they're gonna find out that like one of his parents was alive. Yeah, you know, something someone, like that. Someone crucial to his life was was not dead. Yeah, because I thought she got nuked pretty well, hard. No way she's coming back. That puts a greater. Like, like, I don't even think that that's something where it's like, ooh, I saw through the, the lines. I think that you were supposed to know that because mm-hmm. it puts greater stress on, is he going to actually kamikaze? Because now him. there's yeah. something to come, like, beyond just the child, there's, like, more to his life yeah. that he should be coming well, back to. And now it's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to kill yourself, bro. She's th- you, they're there. Like, you know what's, yeah. It's funny. Whenever he was, like, being shown the cockpit and then they he was like, oh, I have something else to tell you. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, probably an ejector oh, yeah. seat. Yeah. And he points to the back. I'm yeah. like, okay, ejector Well, seat. but then I totally forgot about it. Oh, you did? <laughs> and then whenever I was like, oh, yeah, well, this is where he's got a kamikaze himself to save the day. No big deal. Hero, you know, heroes end. But I was like, but he's got the kid. And then, like, you know, it goes in and I was like, Wow, he really did it. And I was like, no, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, duh. See, duh. I, what I initially thought was when Tachibana showed him, he was like, here's the, you pull this lever and that's the safety on the bomb. You need to do it the last second before. I was like, I hope that's the ejector seat. And it's not like, he's like, no, no, the bombs were actually armed the whole time. So oh, if you yeah. screwed this oh, up, it was still going to go off. That and then you're good. like, I have to arm the bomb. Like, oh, God. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. That actually yeah. would have been like, pretty like, good. I didn't expect yeah. to eject. And it's like him coming through at the last moment. And like, because I, that would have been interesting. Like, I like the, the emotional course of Koichi accepting that he should that be alive. He should, yeah. yeah but yeah. I also would have really loved the turn of the mechanic who hates him saves his life saves his without life. telling him. Cause he's like, yeah. I don't know how committed this dude is. Like I could tell him, Hey, you can save yourself this lever. And the dude might just be like, I don't care. You know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that's where it was going to go. Yeah. I think I, like, I don't mind either course for that. No, I, mean, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. mind it either. I it, mean, it's, it's it still a, hit pretty hard. It's a better yeah. arc for Koichi. Yeah. In, in terms of him, ex- like making a, right. f- you know, solid choice for himself. He's well, deciding to live to be alive. Yeah. 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 I think that's how they went with it. So yeah. what do you guys think about the strategy of trying to kill Godzilla? It's um, terrible. I mean, it, <laughs> okay. I don't I don't think it was um, 
it's one of those kind of things where, especially in a demilitarized country, right. they don't have any other possible choice. You only choice. have so many solutions. Yes. Right. So I was going to say, I, I initially was like, mm, when they were talking about their idea, but I'm like, after I started to think about it, I was like, well, what else could you do? Because they can't make the oxygen destroyer like they did in 54. You don't want to yeah. like go down that same path. Yeah. Right? You don't have a Sarazawa here to do that. So I was like, they don't have any kind of military yeah, they, hardware they, they, that could do this. So like, what would you do? And th- to me, I was like, that's a very creative way to take like some things they potentially could get together that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was neat from the, the aspect of it's not your typical, like I'm going to say like a superhero movie solution of we have a big gun. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was, we're going to use the we, ocean's we, pressure science, against yeah. him. But like my, my main issue with it was just like, Oh, we're going to send him, you know, to the 1500 meter deep where it's going to crush this big Godzilla and then we're going to trigger the machine that inflates and lifts him back up. It's like, so if you think that's going to crush Godzilla, you think the machinery is going to work? Yeah, I, I laughed at like, that. Right. Not gonna, I'm pretty sure that's I'm not, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's fine. Hey, like, it's, it's whatever, yeah. 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 We're, we're in a movie with a big giant lizard that like sure. shoots, a, shoots atomic bombs yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, but I, the, I did like the whole sequence of that. Yeah, um, especially with the the two destroyers, the Yukikaze and the um, uh, Fukita. Uh, no, no, it started uh, with an H. Uh, but anyway, like, but, but them having to pull yeah. them up at the end, oh, and then I the mean, tugboats. I mean, you I, get all I that. Love, yeah. I love the like swing the crane over so they can like scrape each other for the tightest turn possible. Yeah. Oh, that was like, such that a was cool a shot. Uh, <laughs> Brace for impact. I love the, that. The, They're just looking at each other. Go by <laughs> the tugboat fleet coming out the last moment with the kid to yeah, you know, save the day yeah. was a good a good nod because again demilitarized. What do we have? Tugboats. Tugboats. I yeah. don't know. Of tugboats of many varying sizes that we strapped onto these so quickly in a hurry. Let me tell <laughs> you. Yeah. I would have loved just like so to, to that point, and this is where like I wonder if we'll ever get like a director's cut with like some extra scenes, scenes in here. Because like you need just a little bit in there. Like, if you had seen like after you know that the kid gets dejected by them because uh-huh. you you you're lucky, kid, you didn't have to go to war. He goes to a bar, right? He's sitting there with other tugboat drivers and he's talking about, man, I wish I could have done this. And then to see him hatch a plan of mm-hmm. like, listen, we're going to go whether they want us to or not. Here's what we're going to do. Everyone have your hooks ready. Yep. We're going to fly up alongside. You guys are going over here. We're going to this see, one, you know, I, and have I like assume. a contingency <laughs> built in so that when that hat, well, see, then I, I'm of two minds because you lose the impact, the impact of, like, of him. Oh, he's here. But that's when you have the flashback. You have you him show flashback up. flashback for it to work. Quick yeah. flashback yeah. of him at the bar talking to the tugboat <laughs> drivers. See, I just yeah. assumed they were just going to, you know, like, Push the destroyers. So oh just yeah! Like come up to the oh, sides and yeah, shove like it. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was that, like, that would okay, have been a little bit more plausible. Well, also, it's like it's it's way faster to do. <laughs> way, and then, like, yeah, it sure. like, went from one scene to the next, where it's like, hey, we've hooked up like twenty five tow ropes. This would take what? hours. By yeah, the way. Like, what? <laughs> Talk about it's ain't that fast. So well, what I are mean, y'all just running cables? Is just a pain. Like, it, what are you gonna do? You gonna toss it to each other? No. <laughs> How do you feel about it ending with Godzilla not being dead? You gotta have a sequel. I think it was fine. Okay, I at first was like, oh, because it almost feels like a good, a good encapsulated, complete, we'll yep. end it right there. But we have the, the, the thing on her yeah, neck yeah, yeah. and then him. So, so it's like, I okay. think we already saw that he could regenerate. Right, we I, did. I think yeah. it works in the sense that as a complete film, right, ignore Godzilla for a minute. Yeah. Koichi's arc is as complete as it's going to get. Yeah. Like from that perspective, the film is a complete self-contained thing. Yeah. Yes. And then, hey, if it does well enough and we need a sequel, you know, I, I appreciate that. It wasn't like a mid-credit, in-credit scene. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, you know, in-credit scene, my name's Mothra, you know, like <laughs> yeah. show up thing or whatever. It was just in there. The tugboat drivers are at the bar again. They're like, who keeps ordering these drinks? Flap, flap, flap. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Mothra. <laughs> but like it, it, one, like Godzilla, obviously from the start has already existed. Yeah. So it doesn't guarantee that, hey, he's going to regenerate and come back and be like, Tokyo's still mine. You know, like, yeah. there's no guarantee. <laughs> I'm never going back there. Yeah, like, why would I go back? Bikini Atoll sucks yeah. now. That place blows. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, as, as we're kind of wrapping up, um, I do, because we haven't actually talked about the music yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, done by uh, Naoki, Na- Naoki Sato. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, he is known for the Eureka 7 soundtrack from okay. the 2005 2006 anime. It has a pretty good soundtrack. It is. Yeah. It's uh, a weird concept of a, of a series, but whatever. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which is the latest one they did before the this one. Yeah. yeah. The okay. movie. 
And um, I thought I thought this music was honestly pretty fantastic. I love all the callbacks to the original yeah. like, themes and stuff. Man, when that when the Godzilla theme came on for the first time. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So uh, a coworker of two coworkers of mine went to see it. Both of them loved it. One of them is like like me. He's seen a lot of Godzilla. Yeah. The other ones, he says his favorite is the 1998 Matthew Broderick. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> no, just, uh, if he's listening, <laughs> I think it, uh, Godzilla 2000 is actually his favorite. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know that he is as familiar with that original theme song. So I'm trying to remember Godzilla 2000, if they actually hit it that much in that one. I think I they did a couple times. I don't know how much they do or not. I can't remember. But like in this one, they like relish that theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And when it, it hits, it's like, it. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. This is like one of the first times we've heard that theme orchestrated this well. Uh-huh. You know, like we've got the old 1954 you know, version. Yeah. There's like been versions throughout that are like fine. But this was like epic. This was like Epic. I slow it down a little bit. There's mm-hmm. extra instruments coming in. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty fantastic. I, I will say, I don't know about y'all's theaters. I think ours, maybe they went a little hard on the sound system. Oh no. Especially towards the end. Is it making like a... No, no, but like the music kicked <laughs> on and it was like, holy cow, that's loud. <laughs> I didn't really have anything in mind. No, mine yeah. was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay, you know. Maybe the guy in the booth is just like, yeah, this yeah, song rips. Crank it, baby. <laughs> uh, so what... Uh, we're at the moment now to where you can rewatch it or recommend it. Would you recommend this? Would you rewatch it? No, you can only do one. There's no, a, can only be one. I'm doing both. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would recommend this to to really anybody. Anyone. I think oh, you yeah. don't have to be a Godzilla fan. You can come in cold on this one. Yeah. This is it stands it, on its own. The only caveat is it's a foreign film. It's in subtitles. It's in it's, subtitles. It's, yeah. Pretty violent. I mean, like it earns its rating. It's pretty violent. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty rowdy. A lot of people die. Kill the crap out of people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is subtitled. So like, you know, yeah, you know your mileage that. may vary on that. But yeah. then, like, to me, I, I I think this is one of those few Godzilla movies. It's like I think it's pretty universal. It, it's very to me. It, you got to be down to clown with a monster movie. Yeah, but like, but if, if the idea, that, it's still a great film. All right, but there are not him in it. There are, I know definitely people in my life that if I recommend it, they'd be like, so it's just a big lizard that destroys a city, and like just that concept alone yeah. is too hokey for them to Clearly get. Clearly, these people gotcha. did not play Rampage. No, they did not play Rampage like I did. That's on GameCube, right? Yeah, NES arcades, Rampage. Youths, man. Youths. I'm thinking, I guess the remake. Yes, pretty I, much. Was there a Rampage? There was, a, there, was, there, was, there was definitely a game. There was an N sixty four for sure. There was I, I think okay. no, I think it was Destroy All Monsters. That's what you're thinking of, yeah. yeah which yeah. also a great game, pretty good Same game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, this is a, a very easy film to recommend, especially yeah. if you're interested in that period because this is really well done. And I think it's a period in history that doesn't get. You a don't lot get a, of, yeah, especially in like direct post-war Japan, you don't really get to see. Like, it's such a formative time for Japan. Yeah, but yeah. from an American perspective, we don't like really hear or talk or think about it at all. Yeah, I mean, this is you know, this is a country that lost war, was destroyed in a war, mm-hmm. and you know, how do you, especially with the the cultural um, concepts over there, like how do you recover from that? How do you move forward? Yeah. And I think it deals with that in a lot of incredible ways mm-hmm. and really strong, powerful ways that a lot of people are going to identify with at the end of the day. Yeah. Would you guys rewatch this? Definitely. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Like again, if they have like a director's cut with some extra stuff, I'm there for sure. I'm, I'm going to buy this when it comes out. Oh you know, yeah. For sure. Like that, this is definitely going to be a immediate Blu-ray like yeah. purchase. It's like, just without question. I, I, cannot overstate how much i enjoyed this yeah movie. It, i mean it's it was one of those things where like halfway through the film I was like am i gonna cry in a godzilla movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, i i will say i i like your director's cut but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna call that and raise you one better yeah i want the the um, the godzuki cut no no not that <laughs> oh. i want the bad director's cut where <laughs> it's just a classic bad 50s dub Oh gosh. oh gosh! Like I want a classic bad Godzilla dub of this film. Oh no! <laughs> I, I could take also a comedic version where, like, yeah. every time, like when he's having the PTSD breakdown and he turns around and she just sh- she shuts the door, like she's got the kid, she left. She's like, oh gosh, this guy's a lot. It's you got, have like it's yeah, like the, the the Last Samurai vibes. Yeah, oh, you have the mechanic who's like, God, he's supposed to beef it. Why didn't he? There's a lot of points where you could. Oh man! Yes, uh, I I will rewatch it. I will definitely <laughs> recommend it. I love yep. this movie. 
All right, so that does sound like all the time. But before we go, we had to talk about our Patreon. Promote the Patreon. Let me tell you what you can hear on our Patreon, okay? For one dollar. Why don't you tell me, Ryan? I'm going to tell you, Andrew. <laughs> tell me, too. I'm you right shut here. up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Halloween candy tier lists, right? Soda tier lists. We have soda tier lists. We chip have chip tier, tier lists, lists. We made right? These are bonus episodes that we've done on our Patreon. They're I promise free. you we don't only do tier lists. No, there's more. Uh, we we had, did a Star Wars tier list. We did, yes. No, don't do that. We've Fuck. done um, Adaptation Assassination. That's where we kind of look at adaptations of Bad books and things things that did not do good, and we kind of oh. take them to task. Even we've talking got, about infinitely rewatchable films, we yeah, have comfort, uh, comfort, comfort, comfort movies. movies. Yeah. 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 So these are a little bit of a different format. We're not doing reviews for the most part, but we're uh, either tackling an idea and promoting it, or you know, like we said, trying things and making ourselves sick in the process for your education of what could be <laughs> the best candy out there. We did it for you. We did it for you. Um, yeah, we also have commentaries. You know, we, we, we do those Mystery Science Theater 3000 like. You sync up the podcast with the movie. You can listen to us riff on it the whole way through. Those are a lot of fun. You get all that for just one dollar. Just one dollar. Yep, guaranteed one episode releases every month. Access yep. to everything we've already released. It's really the most direct way to support the show, and we appreciate all of our patrons. Yeah, we, we, we really love. Do. We appreciate. It. Helps us keep those lights on. Pay those hosting fees. Yeah. Well, that does sound like all the time we have. So toss us a review, give us a like, share us around. We yeah. would really appreciate it. So until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan, and I'm Stephen. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs> <laughs>